Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men. 15 minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord. Gird your armor on. Stand firm, everyone. Rest your It's Friday. Wrapping up another week. Yeah, we are wrapping up another chapter of the Bible, John 19, we've been talking about this week. And it's January 19th. It is January 19th. 19th chapter on the 19th day. That's cool. Did you plan that? Um, No. That's just the way the calendar works, huh? Coincidence? Providence? Providence. I like Providence. You know, we are going to have an extra day this year. It's a leap year. Yes. So uh, we'll we'll uh, make the most of that in February. <laughs> we sure will. We sure will. Sure. But will. Uh, we're glad that you joined us today, uh, ending out another work week, heading towards the weekend. And if you're in the Tampa area, we would love to meet you. Hope you can come out and worship with us at Livingston. Go by our website www.christiansmeethere.org for time and location, and we'd love to meet you and worship with you. I'm going to read from John chapter 19, starting in verse 28. I'm going to back up a little bit. We read the last paragraph yesterday, but I want to back up because uh, thematically, I think this is where we should end this week. John 19, verse 28 from the English Standard. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Since it was the day of preparation and so that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for that Sabbath was a high day, the Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place that the scripture might be fulfilled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again, another scripture says they will look on him whom they have pierced. One of the things I guess I'm struck by in in this reading today is how the Jews are just micromanaging all of this execution. You know, they you got to crucify him. They push Pilate to do it. Then they don't like the sign that's over him. Uh, Well, we're not going to change the sign. And now this business about, hey, remember, it's our holy day. It's our Passover. So let's speed this up. And my understanding is that's what breaking legs is supposed to accomplish. Mm -hmm. That, uh, well, if they're not dead yet, we sure got to make sure they're dead. Well, because the death by crucifixion is actually a death by asphyxiation. Mm. And so when they would be nailed and held to that cross, their body would fall forward and it would be so weak that it would pinch off the airway. But of course, here's the thing. Our body kind of takes over in that in that uh, situation. Mm -hmm. When our body cannot get air, it will do anything to breathe air in and so even though you're on the cross even if you wished you could just hang there and just just pass out and die from asphyxiation your body kind of takes over and it'll start to push well of course if your body's pushing it's pushing against those nails in your feet Feet. it's pushing it against the nails in the hand it's tremendous pain it's ripping things it's but your body will kind of take over and and push up and suck in some air and now you live for a few more minutes 
until your body is just so absolutely, utterly exhausted, weak, or it is so painful that then your body shuts down so that it can't move and then you asphyxiate. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible, horrific, awful thing. And one of the things that it produces is it causes it causes water to start forming. It's like a congestive heart failure. Mm-hmm. So the, right. sometimes that's what happens. It just the the water starts forming in the what is it called the pericardium, pericardium. the sac around yeah. the heart yep. starts pressuring the heart, and then the heart can't beat anymore because it gets too weak. Yeah. So, so sometimes you get a heart there's attack. that death, and you have a heart attack, congestive heart failure. That that's what's happening with the crucifixion. And so the reason they would break the legs, of course, that, well, if the legs are broken, the your body can't just take over and push anymore. Right. And so then it's a very quick death. At that point, you're just going to, in a matter Drop of seconds or minutes, you're just going to, yeah, you're going to asphyxiate. You're not going to be able to breathe. You're going to suffocate is what's going to happen there. So they would break the legs. All of this to say, I guess I just want to say this. Romans knew how to kill people. They did. They did. They, they knew how to prolong a life. On the way <laughs> to true. killing people, yeah. uh, as crucifixion seems to be designed to get every bit of pain in the body before uh. you finally expire. Um, but having said that, yeah, they, they know how to kill people. And here we see that they relent. Oh, okay, it is a high holy day. Yeah. Well, then we'll do it your way. So they break the legs of the thieves, but when they come to Jesus... He's already dead. Well, this is my understanding that this was a, if we can call it, a mercy that the Romans would give to the Jews. They, okay, we're not going to keep the, the, even though we're killing these Jewish convicts, right. we're not going to keep them on the cross over your holy day. My understanding is that's that's how they would do it. And so the Jews come to Pilate and remind him, hey, this is the thing. They come to the Romans and remind him, this, it's our high day. It's a preparation day. Please uh, wrap this yeah. up. So they break the legs of these other two criminals. They die. They get to Jesus and realize he's already dead. One other thing before we get there. Okay, yeah, one other thing. I, I just want to say, you know, that I don't know if we've pointed this out much or not, but I the whole process of, of how we're going to kill this righteous man and this innocent man, it's a mockery of justice. It's a mockery oh, of yeah. trials, right? And then just the utter hypocrisy of this. We have murdered this just man who is the son of God, but let's hurry up and make sure he's dead on account of, it's a holy day, Good and we point. would not want to defile the land or do anything to, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, somehow mar this high yeah. holy religious observance. Yeah. I mean, it, it is just the cherry on top of the utter hypocrisy and wickedness uh, of these yeah. religious leaders. Yeah, yeah. Horrific. All the way across. Horrific. The Romans come, though, and they say, oh, Jesus is dead. And so what I want to point out is that Romans knew how to kill people and Romans knew how to tell someone was dead Mm -hmm. and he's dead. And just in case we're wrong about this, yes, just in case they pierce his side with a spear. Mm-hmm. And this is one of these weird places. I don't know why. I, you know, it's kind of like I mentioned back in John 18, my early childhood view that somehow Peter was trying to cut off Malchus' ear as opposed to swinging for his head and just got his ear. And I, was, I don't know how old I was before. I'm like, oh, well, that's what Peter's doing. He, he's trying to take this guy's head off. He's just right. bad at it and, and getting that picture. This is another. I don't know why, but in my head... I had always kind of envisioned this this piercing. I, I don't know, like, you know, if I take a pen and pierce my hand here and there's just a little bit of blood there. I don't know. It was like to me, I was picturing it as this we're gonna we're gonna just kind of puncture just a little bit 
and see. No, no, no. This is jabbing a spear up into the chest cavity and into the heart. I mean, this is a horrific, murderous thing. If Jesus wasn't dead... He was now killed. He's now dead. <laughs> yeah. He's dead. This is, and and what John says is, I saw blood and water come out. And this is, this is even a medical declaration. Mm. This is how far up the spear went. It went into that sack of the heart so that the, the serum that looks like water comes rushing out mixed right. with the blood. Right. And that is the heart mm-hmm. has been destroyed. The heart yeah. has been punctured. Yep. And, and that's, I mean, look, it is, he is dead. Yeah. The king is dead. And it's important for us to appreciate that because of where the account goes. You know, you, there's only a glorious resurrection. There's only conquering death if he truly died. And you and I might think, and of course we'll spend next week talking about it, you know, the really hard thing to believe about Christianity is this declaration of resurrection. Sure, sure. But there is a prominent religion in the world, the religion of Islam, that denies Jesus was crucified. Yeah. That he actually died. And uh, of course there is no resurrection if he never died. And other people who will uh, discount the resurrection or argue against it, one of their stories is, well, he just didn't die. He passed out. He passed out. And who wouldn't pass out? This sounds like horrible pain. Yeah. Yeah. And so he he swooned and people thought he was dead, but he wasn't really dead. So they pulled him down from the cross. Yeah, the, 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 he got the, shoved in a tomb. Islamic and, teaching that Allah uh, changed somebody's face to trick the world so that they thought it was Jesus. But really, it wasn't Jesus. They, you know, Somebody else is on the cross. No, it is Jesus. And John, the disciple, was there who knew good and well it was Jesus, and he died. And John, the disciple, was there to testify, I witness, I saw, he died. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he's telling the truth that you also may believe. This is the author breaking in and saying, I'm the guy who was there. I saw this. Yes. I saw him die. I saw, I know who Jesus is. I know he was the one on the cross. I know. And what I know, I know he died. He didn't pass out. And I know he didn't pass out because they shoved a spear up into his heart and the water and the blood came out. Mm -hmm. This, he is dead. Romans know how to kill people. He is dead. He didn't pass out. He didn't get swapped. It is Jesus and he died. And that is so important. We have to understand the gospel message is that in fulfillment of scripture, Jesus actually died. Well, and John highlights a couple of other scriptures that are fulfilled in this. Again, underscoring this is God's plan for his Messiah all along. Verse 36, not a bone of him shall be broken. Okay, over and against what happens to these thieves, no bones of Jesus were broken. And that was a unique thing because they're out breaking bones at that moment. And so he becomes the Passover lamb. That's that's what's going on here. He's the Passover sacrifice. And then they shall look on him whom they pierced. You know, I again, I, I've always read this. I'm like, well, of course that happens because he's crucified. They nailed him. They pierced him. But to your point, when does John uh, call this scripture to mind? Well, it's actually when he gets stabbed with a spear, mm-hmm. which was no little poke. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Again, I, <laughs> it's like I, I think, why did I ever think that? I don't know. But that was... I don't know, sanitized, I guess in and my so head, he's sanitized crucified, versions. He's stabbed with a spear, he's pierced, 
And so in these details, John says, yes, he died. He died in this way, all according to God's plan, all in fulfillment. It was finished and God called this shot. Yeah. And so it was. Yeah. It is hard to end this week here. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to just drive home. He was dead. He, the king is dead. But we have to understand that's part of it. As horrific as it is to contemplate, to think about the fact that Jesus died because of my sin, yeah. but but it is important to know that that actually happened. Mm-hmm. He is the sacrifice. He did actually bear sins and die mm-hmm. on the cross, bearing my sins, mm-hmm. and and he's and he's dead. Because if he didn't die, there's no resurrection. We're going to talk about the resurrection next week. Yeah. I, I guess I can't end by not mentioning that we are going to talk about the resurrection next week we're, it is we're giving to, we're giving away the next chapter it, it is going to be glorious but but right now it's it's friday yeah and he's dead mm-hmm. and he's really dead mm-hmm. it's not a trick that's where john it's in, not faked ends. it's that's not right. faked yeah. and this this is our king the king is dead mm-hmm. why don't you wrap us up with a prayer brother our great god and father our hearts are heavy as we read about the suffering and the death of jesus upon the cross It was a death to glorify you and to fulfill your will. It was a death that would save me uh, because of this death for my sins, according to the scriptures, as we learn in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And we thank you for Jesus, who was willing to lay it all down and even his life to humble himself to the point of death and even a death on a cross, to set an example for us of what humility and service is, what greatness and glory can be as you are glorified, as your will is fulfilled and accomplished. I pray, Father, that I might always remember and keep close to my heart what Jesus has paid for me and the price paid for me and this death upon the cross. And so, Father, that we would not take that lightly or consider it a, a cheap thing or an easy thing at all because because it was not. And so I pray, Father, that you might help us to live in light of the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.